Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. Vince, trivia question for you. Do you know the first show that Jason Bateman ever appeared on? You know, I was about to answer... Uh, like Boy Meets World or Full House or something like that, but I'm thinking Adam Scott, unfortunately, and I don't. Yeah, uh, well, the answer is Little House on the Prairie. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. What was, I feel like, I feel like young Jason Bateman only played, like, E.T. Elliot types, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, he was, he started very young, but. Yeah, just a very, like, a very nerd-centric, like, a a nerdy yeah. kid before you even had a chance to be a nerd. Right. Um, but the reason uh, we're talking about prairies is because today we're drinking a beer called Prairie Path Golden Ale. Uh-oh. Yeah. That sounds adventurous, doesn't it? Yeah. It sounds like it should be from our friends down in Oklahoma. It should, but it's actually, in fact, from our friends in Warrenville, Illinois, from a company called Two Brothers Brewing. Oh, siblings. Yeah, now I have two brothers. I have two brothers as well. Yeah. Are our brothers secretly working together? On- <laughs> I can assure you that mine are not. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure mine aren't either. But one special uh, feature about this beer today is it is the first gluten-free beer that we are trying on this show. And Vince, people have been asking for this for quite some time now. Yeah, I know one person in particular who's been asking, but the, I, they haven't shown enough of a commitment to the pod for me to do it. So. Well, uh, <laughs> I've, I have a couple that warranted this. Um, one of my coworkers, uh, but most specifically my mom and my cousin Melissa. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is one for, for the fam, so to speak. Yeah, for Mama D. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot of people in my family that have... Uh, well, I guess not elected to be gluten-free. They have to be gluten-free. Yeah. And we are facilitating that desire today. <laughs> That's such a... We are. We're facilitating that desire. <laughs> I don't know it's why a, I said it like that, sounds, but... <laughs> it sounds like... It sounds like... I'm trying to think... Sounds like something they would say in severance. We are facilitating that desire. We are facilitating your desire to use the restroom. Is is that the melon party equivalent of... Would you like a hug? (laughs) You can request one hug on. Yes. (laughs) Um, Let me give you a couple other things about this one, and then I'll let you uh, tell the story of two brothers. This is a Belgian-style golden ale, and they describe it as a full-flavored, slightly bitter... Clean and refreshing ale. Uh, the Belgian malts, along with the Saz and Goldings hops, give this beer great drinkability. And as I said, it is specifically brewed to remove gluten. Love to know what that process is, but I'm just never going to look it up. I don't really know, and I don't really care, it's, honestly. <laughs> gl- gluten-free doesn't impact me until I'm at a gluten-free person's house for dinner. Yeah, and then you... See which stuff has gluten, which doesn't. Oh, and then I no, it. then I usually forget that they're gluten free, and I have a taste of something. I go, this tastes almost right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so Vince, tell us about two brothers. What what's going on there? Well, it, it's two brothers because they are, as you previously mentioned, two brothers, Jim and Jason Ebel Ebel. Not quite sure which I one. I thought that said Jason Isbell at first, and I was you got very confused. excited. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd say excited, but. Well, is, it, is Jason Isbell the one who canceled his tour 
uh, because UNC was in the championship game. No, that was uh, that was uh, what's his name? It was I think it was Eric Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What it's some country guy. You you know right. one country guy. You know them all. Right. Um, but yeah, twenty five years ago they they started again. How else? Follow your passion for craft beer. Uh, these guys actually, if I'm not mistaken, they lived in France for a little bit, and that was kind of their wake-up call. They had some good beers yeah. there because when they started, they were really actually the only craft brewery in the state. I mean, this Goose Island hadn't started yet. It was still just a, a pub. Yeah. And, you know, so naturally they specialize in German Hefeweizens, French country ales, some sours as well. But... They go all year round, and as evidenced by the fact that they're go- they got a gluten-free beard, you can find just about anything, any type of beer that you want from them. So it's pretty interesting because they've got a couple of stories. They they also brew coffee, but you're gonna like it, the stories if you read how they talk about trying to sell their beer. At least at the start, they were the guy was either brewing or he was out there selling. He would just bring yeah. cases of his stuff and just ask. You know, managers to try it, and he said one time he started pouring some for the guy, and the guy said, "No, no, no pour all of them." Chugged all three, looked him in the face, and said, "Tried them, don't like them, get out." <laughs> That's harsh. But yeah, so they they also brew coffee, which makes sense, I think. I weirdly. mean, if you can brew beer, you could probably brew coffee as well. You can brew beer, you can brew a wrench. <laughs> uh, but I get the other brother. I guess saw pour over cafe and just got super excited and started asking all kinds of questions to the barista or whatever the coffee. I'm not sure what it's called when it's in a very fancy pour over yeah cafe. But this guy was just like too cool. I mean, you know the type, right? Right. Those like gauges in your ears. Definitely well, like a little tuft of dyed hair. Yeah, basically the guy from the most recent season of Barry who runs the. Beignet shop. Not sure if you know that reference. Yes, yet. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Ex- that guy, except just like way more hipster. Like yeah. four, they've got a, a Harry Potter Deathly Hallows tattoo. Yeah, I, I, the whole point is the guy was kind of like not for it. And he was like, well, I'll show him. I'll look all this stuff up and do it myself. So yeah. very can-do attitude coming from Warrenville. That's great. Last thing I'll say before we uh, crack these bottles, not cans, is that these uh, these beers are available in the 13 states. So basically, if you live anywhere in the Midwest, Arizona, New York, Connecticut, even Florida, um, it's pretty widely available. So for you uh, gluten-free people, you should be able to get this uh, in any of those places. So I think without further ado, let's, uh, let's open these up, shall let's we? Let's pop them. Yeah. Cheers, Vince. Cheers, Tom. Oh, man, I never do this right. I'm, that's tough pods I don't know why but okay it smells like a beer I don't think I've ever had this before I've seen it plenty of times but this will be my first real sensory memory of it what do you think You're, I don't I don't like the look on your face there I really can't describe it any better than I did when I said I go to someone who serves gluten-free at their house forget that it's gluten-free have it and go something's not right it feels a little <laughs> chocolatey. Uh, is that just me? No, that's not me. I, I'll take another sip here. Okay. No, it's not chocolatey anymore. I don't know. It's how all right. To, I don't know how to describe it. I would say that this it's a little bit strong on the back end. Prairie Path Golden Ale. So when I was thinking Golden Ale, 
Tell me what you're thinking. I was thinking like almost yellow brick road, beautiful Wizard of Ozzy type stuff. And I feel like instead what I've gotten is the black and white tornado scene. <laughs> so the color has not entered the, the palette yet? It's not like, it's not an easy road. It's it's rough. It's rough on the palette, for me at least. Well, metaphors aside, I was thinking literally about a beer that I think is only available in Missouri called Jenny Light's Golden Ale. That and is not only available in Missouri. I've definitely had it before. Yeah, well, it's... It's a terrible beer. It's so bad that there was a bar at Mizzou that used to give this out for free on Thursdays for two hours. G-E-N-N-Y. Yeah, Jenny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had that before. That's terrible. Yeah, and that that position itself is a a golden ale. So I certainly knew this was not going to be that, but... That was the first thing that came to my head. Is golden ale just like, did we, have we missed something? Is this code for it's not going to be good, but it's going to look? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what it's supposed to mean because we've had plenty of Belgian-style beers on the show. We've had a lot of wheat beers, but like, this isn't a wheat beer. It's not a pale ale. It's got golden hops in it, but I don't know if we've had a beer with golden hops before. I don't either. We'd have to go check the stats what i do want to say is i have had two brothers before and that this is not indicative of their stuff here and without a taste test for another gluten-free beer i just don't really have something maybe this is just how they taste and this is an example a perfect example of it yeah i think there's the the issue with it is that there's nothing like super notable about it like it just tastes like a beer i also kind of like a pilsner i i did not go in with like positive expectations for whatever reason i'm extremely prejudiced against gluten-free stuff stuff yeah yeah like that uh vegetarian substitutes ever since i went to chicago diner and you'll this is a theme with me i go to places that i know are gluten-free vegetarian and And you go oh really i know i forget I forget, and then I'm looking at the menu. So I ordered a grilled cheese at the Chicago Diner, which is probably vegetarian since, like, what, 84 or something like that? And when I started looking, as I'm ordering, I was like, oh, I can add bacon. You know what? Yeah, let me add some bacon to that. It was not real bacon. It was faking, and it was not good, and it ruined my sandwich, and it's no one's fault but my own. (laughs) You just are forgetful when it comes to this stuff. Just in my own world. Truthfully, well, let's let's use that as a jumping-off point. I'm trying to think of stuff in pop culture that is kind of like adjacent to the thing people love, and you know, we we've talked about this to some extent. But like, anytime there's like a big hit show or movie, the instant reaction in the industry is like, oh, we gotta have that thing. Like, for example, uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, a lot of shows tried to be the next Breaking Bad. They do the break. It's like a Breaking Bad cover band. I've used that to describe Ozark before. Yes, I was and, about to say Ozark would be one. Yeah, and you know, obviously, like superhero genres, that is ripe with you know ripoffs and trying to do things that Marvel has successfully done. So, not using those as a, as a <laughs> the DC universe yeah. in and of itself. What uh, what else comes to mind when you think about stuff that's sort of like adjacent to the core thing? Like adjacent, but not necessarily bad or good, just kind of existing. Yeah, because I feel like ultimately that's what this product is trying to do, right? It's trying to give people who 
cannot have gluten, the experience of beer that typically is full of gluten. Well, why not go to the best example I know, which was the literal months apart release of Just Friends and No Strings Attached. Oh, yeah. yeah. The same The same movie. movie. Yeah. With... Two different oh, types of actors. Actually, I think it was Friends with Benefits. Friends with Benefits. Yes. yes. No, Just Friends. Wow. Just Friends wow. is a completely just very different good movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> yeah. no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Just Friends. He plays the guy who's a yes. fat Yes, guy. with Amy Smart. Yes. Oh, oh, that's a phenomenal movie. What was yeah. I thinking? <laughs> yeah, that was on the Comedy Central <laughs> rotation for like eight years. Oh, my God. Uh, but no, for those who don't know, so... No Strings Attached was a rom-com with Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher, and Friends of Benefits was a rom-com with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis, which is even more ironic now considering that Mila and Ashton are married in real life, and Natalie Portman and Justin Timberlake have nothing to do with each other. But I will say, if you look at that, you can tell exactly what happened. One studio had like, a well-written, fun romp and yeah. decided, we're just going to get actors that aren't super expensive at this point. They're not cheap, but they're not super yeah. expensive. They have good chemistry together. Makes sense. Right. The other one was like, this is, a, this is a tire fire of a script. Let's get the biggest names we can and see if Lake Bell can save this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, if I remember this correctly, the Ashton... Portman one was PG thirteen and the Timberlake one was rated R. Uh, so that was yeah, you that was guess also one that fits with it too. <laughs> right. uh, get rid of the cuss words. Let's make it thirteen. Right, and of course this is a this is a classic rom com setup where it's like, hey, what if we just have casual hookups and sex and no emotional attachment? That should work out well, right? Wrong. It doesn't work out for, for either party. Well, it does work out. It actually works out for for both, right? Well. I guess it depends on, like, does the premise itself prove to be successful? Ultimately, no. No, of course not. But do they fall in love with each other and realize they have true feelings? Well, they had always been in love with each other. Let's be honest. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Okay. So, but this this plays for me because if you went and you saw, uh, I want to say just friends again, friends with benefits, which I think came out first. I'm not sure. I don't know which one came out first. So, if you went and you saw friends with benefits, you might then go ahead and say, that was good. I like that. I like Ashton Kutcher. I like Natalie Portman. I like Lake Bell. I should try this thing because it's PG-13 so I can bring my kids. Well, guess what? It's just not the same. No. In this scenario, I think this would be the PG-13 version of of the beer. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. I got another one for you. Okay. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Oh, yeah. Oh. Two movies that came out almost... Exactly at the same time. And which one's more fondly remembered? It's by far Armageddon. Yes. Well, <laughs> it's really hard to forget a movie in which a, a rock star wrote an anthem for his own daughter to be deflowered to. Yes. <laughs> Very awkward. And then, and then sixth graders across the nation danced with two feet in between their bodies. <laughs> Slowly to it at every middle school dance. I mean, has Animal Cracker foreplay ever had a bigger moment in a film? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it's also something I've never talk about product placement right there. Yeah. Wait, have you seen? You had the, we had the hippo on Ben Affleck's body. <laughs> have you seen the a Ben Affleck commentary about Armageddon on YouTube? 
No, if it's going to make me like him, I'm not going to watch it. You you should watch it because it's the DVD commentary and he's talking about how illogical the plot is. And basically, to summarize it, he asked Michael Bay why it was easier to teach oil drillers how to go to space over astronauts how to drill holes in the ground. And Michael Bay was like, just, just shut up, Ben. This is a real good plan. <laughs> and then he, Ben Affleck's like, how hard can it be? Aim the drill at the ground and fire it up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's very fair. And it's uh, it just it points out a lot of the hypocrisies of the film. I do want to quickly transition to take this beer into the glass. Yeah, we'll see. I'm not sure if it's going to make a difference. Talk about adjacent. I mean, it looks nice. It looks very nice. Let's see if it tastes better. Okay, it's about the same. I mean. If I were not able to have beer because of gluten, I'd be like, heck yeah, and I would drink this. But I am able to do that, so I have no purpose to drink this any longer, and I probably won't. Okay, what about this? How would this compare to the non-alcoholic beer we tried earlier in the year? I felt the non-alcoholic beer tasted better. Okay, I think this tastes much better. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like... If you're talking about facsimiles and adjacencies, this is much closer to what I think about beer than that particular non-alcoholic beer we tried. Mm, interesting. Um, that was well be. Excuse me. There well was being. something about that beer that just kind of just didn't feel right. Whereas, like, although I know pretty openly that this is a gluten-free beer, like if you didn't tell me that before, I would just think, okay, this is a pretty normal, average beer. Hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess that that does make sense. Uh, to each your own. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't seem like you're really feeling this uh, in any capacity, which is no, no, okay. no, no. I, I mean, overall, I think the the facsimile is probably the best. Like it's, hmm, it's it's like when a movie tries to like cut it from R to get down to PG-13 and somewhere on the line it loses some of its, like, what made it great. And I, I don't have a good example of that, but... Pretty much the only qualifications for PG-13 are that you can only say the F word once mm. and, you know, you have to be within some violence threshold. So, um, I have noticed that in Marvel movies they they kind of liberally use the word shit, which is interesting. Um, yeah. They never say fuck. I don't think they've said fuck yet in a Marvel film, but if they have, they've done that clever cutaway where it's yeah. like, oh, and then someone he almost gets, said it, yeah, oh, and someone gets <laughs> crushed by a boulder or an asteroid. In Probably. That case. Let me ask you this: uh, I don't know if you remember this about Armageddon, but one of the things that uh, happens in that movie is the the oil drillers make demands from the. the US oh my government. god, that's my favorite part. So, what would be your demands if you were on a Earth-saving mission. If I were on an Earth-saving yeah, mission, like, you, you like can to make space, whatever. yeah, like you're on the team, and they're like, "All right, what do you want?" They hit it on the head. I never <laughs> want to pay taxes again. In fact, That's I, a great I would go all the way so far as to say I want the government to pay me taxes. <laughs> so you get your full paycheck every. Month. I get my full paycheck, and then I get whatever tax bracket I'm in, and whatever they were going to take from me, yeah. they give that to me. Yeah, so this is what I would want. I would want uh, a check for $400 million, not untaxed. I want them to bring Daft Punk out of retirement. 
Okay. I don't know how okay. they're going to figure that out, but okay. they have to do it. So, so <laughs> mine's a little more realistic, and now I'm starting to feel like I sold myself short. Yeah, I mean, okay, if you don't want to pay taxes, I'm just saying, I just saved the planet. You think you can cut me a, a fat check? I also would definitely want like a house of my choosing and... You know, you four hundred million dollars. No, Why but I you want just buy one. I want them to give me one. <laughs> do you, do you now? Yes. Do you want them to build you your own to your specs, or do you want them to physically remove somebody from their? Yeah, I want home? them to kick someone out. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to be like Bezos. Sorry, sorry, bro, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> that I don't is... know. I don't know what house Bezos lives in, but yeah. Anything other than money or just access to? Yeah, sure, things? sure, yeah. sure. I'd probably. Ask for like every cosmetic treatment I can get, right? You mean like fix I would your de- hair or whatever? I, yes, I would have them. They would they'd figure out a way to pay for like a full hair fix, all that. Yeah, right. Um, you know, probably like if I had messed up teeth, I would do that. I'd get all like veneers and stuff, the whole deal. Yeah, I feel like that would just for me. I would just be hiring a team of people to help me do all that stuff, like personal trainer and doctors. Yeah, but I want them to pay for it. Yeah. Like, I want to choose, but I want the government to pay for it. <laughs> the, the, main, the main lesson here is we want the government to pay. Yes. We want the government to pay for what it's done, or in this case, what it refuses to do. And what we're doing for them. I also want a lifetime membership to NASA. I don't know if that's yeah. how that works, but I want it. Lifetime membership. That seems reasonable. I get to boot an astronaut whenever I want, if I want to go to the moon. Right. And well, also, let's be honest. If you have... A huge sum of money. You're initially, you're immediately going to be a Michigan football booster. Yes, I, I, yes. <laughs> if I have four hundred million dollars, I'm giving forty two million of it directly to pay the best athletes in right. the world. <laughs> okay. Well, for those listening, please list out your demands in your Armageddon scenario. You got to list the demands, like yeah. Saul Williams. All right. I'm going to give this beer a rating, and that rating is going to be. A 2.75 out of 5 toms. This is a totally fine beer. Um, There's nothing really notable about it, like I said. I'm glad that the gluten-free community gets to drink something, but uh, it's not something I'm going to be going back to the shelves for on my own. Yep, I think that's fair, but I've also, I think, dragged dragged it too much to give it above a 2 here. Uh, I have to go... 1.75 1.75 wow. fences out of five. This is fences. the lowest score you've ever given out. Yeah, and I've been pretty liberal in season two. We've had a lot of good beers in season two. This is, it's just not. And I don't know, I was looking at this too, and it says Best Buy 414 2022. So maybe that's playing into it as well. At the same time, that immediately signifies to me that like there's just not a huge demand for this. Like people who are gluten free. Or just not drinking yeah, beers. I, I bought it a couple days ago. So oh, I know. The freshest it, thing they have. It's yeah. th- that's that's exactly it. It's like somebody got it. And they're like, yeah, this will really fly off the shelves. And then you know, nine yeah. months later, they're still hanging on to it. Well, hey, now we know, and and now you guys know, so you can yeah for yourself. Yeah, I I would encourage you guys to continue to patronize two brothers because they do very good stuff. I think for me. It's the gluten-free aspect of it. Is It's kicking me. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that if you were to put three or four gluten-free beers in front of me, this would definitely come out near the top of them. I just don't have to have it, so I won't. That's totally fine. And for uh, those who are new to the show or for our longtime listeners, 
Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. We love reading reviews. We love getting ratings. So we do. That's very critical and important. We love to be rated. We also love to be followed on social media, specifically Instagram and Twitter. Yes. So please check us out there. But until next time, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. We'll see you later.